Welcome to the Daily Roundup, ladies and gentlemen. On this, a Wednesday, November 15th, 2023. I'm David Menzies and my co-host. Well, let me tell you a little bit about my co-host. Folks, do you know that today is National I Love to Write Day? And my co-host was working on a poem, but she couldn't come up with a rhyming stanza for hickory dickory dock. She is the she-devil with a saber. She is the queen of poutine. She is the Khaleesi of the greater <laughs> Quebec area. She is Alexa Lavoie. How you doing there, Alexa? I'm, I'm pretty good. All of you, thanks you for writing that about me. It's just like, ooh. <laughs> Yeah, that was my way of celebrating uh, uh, writing uh, or celebrating I Love to Write Day, um, writing a true story that I just made up. Oh, <laughs> not made up there? story. Just <laughs> do the story. <laughs> <laughs> well, so glad to see you back from the UK. Uh, stellar reporting uh, from across the pond on the weekend on uh, Remembrance Day weekend. And um, we have so many uh, subjects to get to. I mm -hmm. see that, um, you know, uh, well, blackface is once again upsetting uh, people in the international community. Uh, we got to get to that one. Uh, he's such, she's such a jerk. But before we do, Alexa, I think this is the point where you tell people what it is we're actually trying to do here today. Oh, we tried to do nothing. <laughs> no, no. Don't tell the boss that. So today we are talking about uh, some actuality that happened recently, some news. We are inform you, but we also give our opinion. Um, we are live streaming on Getter, Odyssey, also on Rumble and YouTube. So you can follow us like in different platforms. But as you know, YouTube <laughs> is a big tech who actually doesn't like so much topic. So if we ever use uh, some challenging topics at uh, some stuff that I cannot say now because we are still on YouTube. Uh, just go over Rumble. So, but um, anyway, I don't think it will happen today. So, but if you want to send us a super chat, interact with us, ask us different questions. So just send us a super chat on Rumble. And if you spend more than $5, your message, your question will be on the screen and we will interact with you. So I think it's all we do today. It's like a full hour. It's every day during the weekday. And now let's dig. And you know, on this uh, national I Love the Right Day, uh, if you do send us a comment and the powers <laughs> that be behind the scenes deem it to be exceptional, uh, you might actually get it read on air without making the $5 uh, minimal donation. So get, get your heads together, folks. Uh, shrug off writer's cramp and think of something uh, profound to say. Now, speaking of something profound to say, here's a quote by Blackface, who's never said anything profound in his entire life, as far as I can tell. Uh, Trudeau is um, warning Israel that even war has rules. Uh, yeah, Blackface, why don't you uh, tell that to Hamas? Before we get into the nitty-gritty, Alexa, Let's roll the video of uh, Trudeau putting a size 11 shoe into a size 12 mouth yet again. The human tragedy that is unfolding in Gaza is heart-wrenching, especially the suffering we see in and around the Al-Shifa hospital. I have been clear that the price of justice cannot be the continued suffering of all Palestinian civilians. Even wars have rules. All innocent life is equal in worth, Israeli and Palestinian. I urge the government of Israel to exercise maximum restraint. As the world is watching on TV, on social media, we're hearing the testimonies of doctors, family members, survivors, kids who've lost their parents. The world is witnessing this. The killing of women and children, of babies. This has to stop. 
Yeah, even war has rules, says uh, Blackface, who, how many ethics code violations is he up to now, Alex? I've lost count. But uh, his and by the way, it, it's the same man that took like a photo up at the Samosa uh, factory. Mm? Oh, the Samosa factory. Yeah, we covered that yesterday uh, where mm -hmm. uh, Blackface proved he doesn't know how to count uh, when he was stacking the samosas in a in a bucket. Uh, then again, this from the prime minister who said the um, <clears throat> budget will balance itself. But, you know, it's very easy for Blackface and for that matter, um, the World Health Organization to wave their finger at Israel for going to a hospital where there are patients there. That's undeniable. But what is not being talked about, Alexa, is that Hamas terrorists are allegedly underground at this hospital, and they are, you know, in the business of misery for the Palestinian people, you know, preventing people from leaving, uh, stealing shipments of fuel. The list goes on. Why is blackface <clears throat> wagging his finger at Israel when, first and foremost, before we can even talk about a ceasefire and before we can even talk about the rules of war, what about the rules of terrorism? October 7th, uh, 1,400 Israelis uh, massacred, 4,200 injured, more than 240 held hostage, still being held hostage uh, in Gaza. Um, before we can talk about anything to move forward, Alexa, those hostages have to be released uh, as soon as possible and without conditions. But that seems to get lost in the narrative of blaming Israel. What do you have to say about this? Well, first of all, losing people should not happen. But unfortunately, it's the consequences of the war. Um, the thing is, Hamas is not protecting his own citizen. As I say, like, they have a tunnel. Why they don't put people in the tunnel that they have? Oh, no, it's just only for the Hamas leader. Um, or Hamas, like, military. Um, why they are not moving those civilians to a secure place? No, they are not doing it so. And so they are now using the death of the citizen that they are oblig they are obligate them to stay on the scene and they are using that to get a ceasefire or other other demand but in the same time they are is the one who have the hostages they are the one who, who will not comply who are building more like i would say or you say it like um, uh, handmade military stock with what should be supplied to the citizen. So at the end of the day, are we going to comply to a terrorist organization or are we doing something to not only save the life of Palestinian, but the life also of Israelis? And, and indeed, um, Alexa, uh, on the weekend, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu uh, was speaking about that uh, he was responding to uh, Biden making a request for a ceasefire. And he made the point that if you look at the population of the U.S. and Israel, basically what happened on October 7th in Israel on a proportionate basis works out to 29-11s in terms of the death toll. Could you imagine <clears throat> on the morning of September 12th, any world leader, this is going back to 2001, uh, telling the uh, the Americans, now, now, restrain yourself uh, when you're going after uh, bin Laden. Uh, you know, you know, we don't want any kind of uh, collateral debt. No, of course not. It, it's outrageous. And as I said, proportionally speaking, Israel suffered uh, a far greater loss, the biggest death toll of Jews since the Holocaust, going back some 80 years. How dare blackface and Biden and, uh, for that matter, the World Health Organization, just showing it yet again what um, an egregious uh, organization that it is. How dare they wag the finger and say to use restraint when we have to go back to October 7th and look what happened that day to begin with.
And first of all, why blackface, as you say, um, <laughs> doesn't stand up and say we will not import this war in our country. We will not tolerate anything related to this war in our country. And as beginning with like these massive anti-Semitic sign and chant and slogan and action that we see like rising everywhere. And why are we tolerating this war to came into our country and to, to impact some community that usually live in peace and now they fear for their life? Yeah, and, you know, it did not go unnoticed, uh, Blackface's comments, Alexa. Uh, a tweet went out from Benjamin mm -hmm. Netanyahu, uh, and he um, flagged, or what's the proper technology, what's the proper terminology? Uh, pegged, uh, pinned, uh, addressed uh, Blackface. But he said that, I can read you the first part, folks, because it's on my sheet. But oh, there we go. Thank you so much, Olivia. I'll remember you at Christmas time for increasing mm -hmm. the font there. It is not Israel that is deliberately targeting civilians, but Hamas that beheaded, burned, and massacred civilians in the worst horrors perpetrated on Jews since the Holocaust. While Israel is doing everything to keep civilians out of harm's way. Hamas is doing everything to keep them in harm's way. Israel provides civilians in Gaza humanitarian corridors and safe zones. Hamas prevents them from leaving at gunpoint. It's Hamas, not Israel, that should be held accountable for committing a double war crime, targeting civilians while hiding behind civilians, the forces of civilization must back Israel in defeating Hamas barbarism, end quote. And, you know, um, I think that was brilliantly stated. And, you know, I don't care um, which side you're supporting, folks. What uh, Benjamin Netanyahu said in that tweet is absolutely 100% factually bulletproof. You know... Alexa, in the history of warfare, I have never seen an army like the IDF behave like the IDF in terms of giving advance notice when and where they're going to strike. Usually, one of the biggest attributes when it comes to the art of war is surprise. They don't do that. They, over social media, over dropping leaflets, they tell the civilians, stay out of this area at this time. Uh, so I don't understand why it is when they are trying to root out terrorists that perpetuated that horrific act on October 7th, uh, the likes of blackface condemn them when I think they should be applauded. And especially like uh, when you look at the date that they choose to attack Israel, it was a little bit like it was the 50 years after the Kippur attack in 1973. Mm. Um, so it was planned. They knew they were, they are, they were going to, to attack Israel. And, and it was a massive one because they really wanted to celebrate that 50 years old after that big attack that happened in 1973 and on the 6th of October. Yeah, and uh, domestically, has Blackface forgotten that uh, I believe the number is up to eight um, in terms of Canadians or those with ties to Canada mm -hmm. who were massacred on October 7th? Why isn't he talking about them when he's calling for uh, restraint or, sorry, I misquoted Blackface, maximum restraint? By the way, uh, Alexa, what does that mean, maximum restraint? Um Surrender, just bend the knee and not do anything more, even though there's some 242 hostages still to be rescued and some barbarians that have to be brought to justice. I'm talking about the Hamas terrorists. Like, what is what is the definition of maximum restraint? What do you think blackface means by that? 
Um, maximum restraint. Oh, um, w coming from uh, blackface, I don't know because it can be anything. Uh, probably he doesn't know himself, so we will like try to ask him first. <laughs> but maximum restraint. Uh, probably like he, he wants to stop everything, every single like uh, rocket. But I would say like even if like Israel stop, the, the, the rockets were still like coming from Gaza, from the Emma. So uh, at the end of the day, what what are you expecting Israel to do? Oh, we will stop because they ask us to stop and we will just wait to be bombing on every single place like in Israel. Like, this is, doesn't make sense. And you know what I saw when I was covering many times those protests? People keep forgetting who did attack first. Yeah. Because they keep saying, oh, it didn't start in October 7th. It started way before. But the situation that we are living right now, that we are experiencing, that we see the people who are getting murdered, it's because of the attack on October 7th. Yeah. If that didn't happen, I we will not live in this situation. And it's it's really funny because people keep saying like, but it's like a prison. We live like in concentration camp. But I saw online a video of like uh, destination Palestine for like people wants to travel. It doesn't look like that. No, uh, I, I agree. And there's, of course, uh, people, uh, foreign nationals that are living there on a voluntary basis. Uh, if, if it is indeed an open air concentration camp, as people say, well, why are you there on a voluntary basis? It doesn't make any sense to me. But I think you're right, Alex. I think maximum restraint uh, in terms of blackface, that means surrender. And as the saying goes, surrender is not an option. Not when you have hundreds of people being held hostage. Not when you have to bring justice to some four, 1,400 people that were massacred in the most brutal way possible. Um, what is it with blackface? He, he seems to be making Canada a pariah. Our relationship with India uh, is over. Uh, now it looks like he's done incredible damage with Israel. I guess he's just working on the I countries right now. Uh, what's next? Ireland? Iceland? I, I don't know, <laughs> Alexa, but uh, uh, he's going down the list. And um, it ain't working because there's another video we have here. Mm -hmm. And, uh, well, Blackface went out to a Vancouver restaurant um, I guess it was for some kind of a photo op. Ooh, didn't go as well as that Samosa fac uh, factory fiasco, but why don't we roll that video and take it up on the other side? <laughs> Fire now! Cease 
But what well, those people think, like, <laughs> ceasefire now is not the one who pressed the button. Like, I, I don't know. Like, what are you expecting from him? Like, I, I understand, like, the whole picture. But first of all, it's, it's crazy because when, okay, come back in the past, when the anti-vaxxer or people were against, like, the, the restriction, the sanitary restriction, and we had the Strucker convoy, um, did you see how Justin Trudeau were, were painting them, how badly he was talking ab- uh, against them, and he freezed the bank account, he did, like, all those outrageous, like, moves against them, and when we see, like, these protests in the street, they are not peaceful, they are calling for destroying the state of Israel. They are calling for destroying the Jews. They are calling so for so many bad things. They are is not saying anything. Is not condemning anything of what happened. Is not like when Adele Shakowi in Montreal literally did a speech calling for killing Jews. Uh, sorry, I'm just scared. Like you know, YouTube. Like uh, sorry, uh, I sometimes I have some moment of what I can say or not. Um, did he, did he do something? It's mostly like François Legault did something, uh, so far. uh, François Legault came out, condemned it, and now there is an investigation, I think, like, over this man. But what, do that man have a bank account frozen? Did he spend, like, three months in jail or a year in jail? Has, like, Tamar Leach, like, uh, experience? No. It's double standard on what we are imposing of some of the people of the society who go against the narrative and some of the people who are like supporting terrorism. So please tell me like what is going on in Canada? You're 100% right. Uh, It is a double standard, Alexa. It is hypocrisy. Uh, As we know from the trucker convoy, they never uh, professed violence against anyone or anything. And yet we had normal Canadians who weren't even at the demonstration who had the temerity to donate 50 bucks uh, Mm -hmm. to the convoy, having their bank accounts frozen. I don't think I've heard of one bank account frozen by the pro-Hamas people. Uh, And what do they chant Um, from the river to the sea? That's code for wiping Israel off the uh, face of the map. Um, we see vandalism, we see graffiti, we see disturbance of Remembrance Day uh, ceremonies. And uh, quite frankly, Alexa, I think the more and more our political leaders turn a blind eye and law enforcement doesn't make arrests, the more emboldened these people are going to get. And mm-hmm. I, I think it's only a matter of time uh, before a Canadian uh, is killed uh, by these lunatics uh, because they feel so entitled. Um, so much of this is going unpunished. And I'm not talking about breaking a thought crime law, like making a donation to a trucker convoy. I'm talking about breaking a law uh, and committing hate crimes. And it goes by the, by the wayside. Now, the funny thing and, is, when you and analyze... You know- what is different with Canada and uh, London, what I uh, observe? Yes, please. There is, there is native British. There is a lot of British who came out that day to protect the cenotaph and to give their respect to the British Armed Force. Do we have that in Canada? Do we have people like stand in the street and say, hey, here is our country? No, what you're doing is wrong. And, and, and those British were saying like, the police are doing favoritism towards the, the, the anti-Israel march yeah. to our protesters. And, and what I saw is like the police are police is scared. Police is scared to do anything. They, 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 they are too scared for like their own like safety. Yeah. What was it, um, Alexa? Uh, there was a chant by the Patriots in Britain that broke out uh, and it was directed at law enforcement yeah. and it was, you let your country down or words to that effect. Can do you yeah. remember? You let your country down. Yeah. You're not British anymore. Oh, yeah. you're not English anymore. Yeah. So 
literally for explaining that what the the police is doing is not to protect their own country. It's not to protect the the people who are citizens there. They are protecting, unfortunately, another agenda. And uh, it's why they are really disappointed of their own police. And, and you know, Alex, again, in the Department of Double Standards, if I understand uh, the Met Police has hundreds and hundreds of officers monitoring mm-hmm. social media. And if you have the temerity to dead name or mispronoun a transgender person, mm-hmm. uh, you might get a knock at the door, typically at four in the morning. That's how the mm-hmm. intimidation works. And you're going to be arrested. And yet we have people, uh, uh, you know, chanting uh, for the death of Jews, for Israel to be eradicated. Uh, nothing to see here, lovey. Uh, move along, move along. Uh, no, I'm not buying it. But getting back to the uh, Trudeau thing, the funny thing is when I analyze that videotape, Alexa, is the fact that you have that crowd chanting cease fire now. Now, what do they... What power do they think blackface has? Does he think? Do they think he has a, a red hotline phone directly to the Knesset in Tel Aviv? Now who stand down? No, of course not. He's not treated seriously uh, at the at the best of times by the world community, um, and also he basically acquiesced to the crowd's demand with what we talked about right off the, mm-hmm. the top of the show, exercise maximum restraint. That is code for ceasefire without having to say ceasefire. Another observation, well, Alexa. It's, it, it's all because of political point. Yes. He wants to get elected. He knows that this crowd represents a huge part of Canada. We have a lot of immigrants in Canada. Yep. And, and he knows he know that this is good for him. Well, yeah, he's running out of bases. I mean, it's almost as though every constituency has a bone to pick with blackface. Well, maybe not the LGBTQQIAPP2SI, etc., XYZ community. Maybe they're still on Team Trudeau. But the other thing I noticed, Alexa, if you watch that tape again, is... I look at Trudeau's face, and that is the face of a defeated man. And I say that because we've seen blackface at other hostile events, and he's, like all politicians do, this is how they're advised, he's always smiling, always waving, even if they're chanting F Trudeau. Uh, Like, just put on a brave face. You could see, um, this is a, a, like I said, a defeated man. This is someone who is absolutely crushed. By the way, what's with the haberdashery there? It looks like he's trying to um, wear the same clothing as um, a waiter uh, would wear at at, at a restaurant, the all-black with the V-neck, no tie. Um, I don't know what the deal is there. Maybe he thought, oh, if this goes sideways, I'll just blend in with the wait staff and get out the the tradesman's entrance. But um, I think right now, he is just throwing fuel on the fire by going to these phony um, press events and photo ops. I would, you know, if I was advising the Liberal Party of Canada, I would say, you know what? Look at the Joe Biden electoral strategy of 2020. Basically, put sleepy old Joe in a basement. Don't put him out on display. Don't give uh, his enemies uh, any ammunition uh, to target him because we know how horrible he is on his feet. Because right now, Alexa, as far as I can tell, it's not just this Vancouver event. It's so many other events where it is just hostility. Um, the likes I've never seen since, well, quite frankly, since uh, Trudeau Sr., Pierre Elliott Trudeau, back in the 70s and uh, early 80s. Yeah, and since Trudeau is uh, in power, I I saw more radical people, more polarization, and I see like that Canada is not as safe as it was before. Absolutely. Well, uh, Alexa, we have to take uh, an ad break. We're at the halfway mark. So um, why don't we throw uh, to that and uh, we'll take up some other subjects um, off the uh, on the other half. Um, oh, how about this? 
more transanity in the sports field. Shockers knock me down with a feather. The winter chill is setting in all across the country, including here in Alberta. You might be able to see my breath, but I've got a solution for that annual problem. It's here on the billboard behind me. Now, normally this billboard tells travelers on Alberta's busiest highway, Highway 2, just south of Edmonton, about our latest causes, our fights for freedom, or books we've published. Today, it's inviting you to join us for some fun in the sun. We're talking about the Rebel News Cruise, a week-long Caribbean cruise departing March 23rd with your favorite Rebel personalities, including me, Ezra Levant, Alexa Lavoie, David Menzies, and many more. And of course, the woman of the year, Freedom Convoy leader, my friend, Tamara Leach. We depart from Fort Lauderdale. From there, we go to the Bahamas, Jamaica, the Cayman Islands, and then Mexico. And we're not just bringing your favorite Rebel personalities, we're bringing along some of your favorite thinkers and people you see interviewed all the time on Rebel News. But if you're thinking about booking the cruise, Get off the fence and make a decision because this billboard receives 1.3 million monthly impressions, which means the cruise will fill up fast and I don't want you to miss it. For all the details about the Rebel News Caribbean Cruise, please go to rebelnewscruise.com and let's sail away from Trudeau's frosty winter for a week together. For Rebel News, I'm Sheila Gunn-Reed. You know, Alexa, I mentioned this on yesterday's uh, live stream, but oh, geez, I, I just got to continue to bust uh, Sheila's chops here, uh, especially on this. I love the right day. Um, I can't give all the details. I've been sworn to secrecy. But on Friday, uh, the she-devil sent me a text. Just one little problem. It was meant to go to her husband, not me. <laughs> so my advice uh, on I love the right day, if you're writing any kind of, you know, uh, naughty texts to your significant other, make sure you're sending it to the right address, right? So, And like I said, folks, I'm sorry, I can't say uh, what Sheila sent me, but uh, it will live forever in my mind, even though, of course, it was too good to be true. Um, you know, before we get to more transanity, Alexa. <laughs> uh, I, I just I just need to tell uh, people, like, I hope I will see you this weekend. It's Ruben News Live. I hope yes. I will see you uh, in big number. It will be in Calgary. So if you don't have your ticket, please go and purchase it because me and I think David Mendy, yeah, of course, we'll all be there. So if you want to see us, interact with us and speak with us, please uh, take your ticket right now and uh, go and see us like in Calgary. Yeah, and Drea Humphrey and Adam Seuss and uh, Sheila Gunn-Reed and the big boss man, of course, Ezra Levant. And look at those guests uh, via via video link. We got Avi Yamini. Uh, we have Billboard Amara. Chris uh, live in person. We have a pre-recorded, never uh, before seen video interview uh, with Glenn Beck. Um, and uh, we have uh, we're working on two mystery guests. That's this Saturday in Calgary. Uh, as Billy Red Lions used to say, don't you dare miss it. Um, but by the way, uh, Alexa, for what it's worth, but we've got a couple of, of uh, chats uh, we need to get to. Oh, Have you ever sent an email or a text to somebody that wasn't the intended recipient? Yeah. Oh, geez, just like that, eh? Yeah, a lot of time. <laughs> a lot of times. <laughs> Any repercussions? Aside um, from embarrassment? Uh, embarrassment a lot, yeah. Um, and, yeah, I was just like, oh, no. And some picture, too. But it was not like crazy oh, picture. But the pictures, okay. <laughs> so now I'm pretty careful of what, like, who I'm sending my, my stuff to. Yeah. Well, you, you know, I, I think the ultimate example this year was what led to uh, the demise of John Tory's career as mayor. Uh, in which he sent uh, a text uh, to his mistress, um, in which, or it was an email rather, in which he said, I can't wait to chase you around the cottage this weekend. Just one problem, Ooh. Alexa Lavoie. It went to another city staffer, not his mistress. So, well, it was a good career while it lasted. <laughs> but anyway, um, Alexa. No, that 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 didn't happen to me. <laughs> like I would say. 
I'm lucky for that. <laughs> okay. Thank goodness. Um, so, Alexa, I think we have a couple of uh, uh, super chats uh, to get to, and then we'll get to some of the latest um, transanity uh, on the sporting front. Can you read it or I do it? Oh, if you could. Um, unfortunately, I do not possess okay. the powers of I... journalist Clark Kent. <laughs> I... <laughs> I, I'm trying to find it, but... Oh, yes. So, no, it's not the good one. Trying to, to find them, but uh, oh, the one that I have here is not this one. I have... Snow roof, snow, snowy roof, and this is Enmark. Yes. Well, why don't we do snowy roof I, first, and then we'll go to Enmark? Yeah, because I don't see the other one in the the thread. Oh. Okay. So I say I see snow snowy roof. Say I seen a post on one of Israeli news sources that they were burying bodies in mass grave near one of the hospitals in Gaza. Question that came to my mind was, are there hostages among them? Well, I would look Can upon be. that with a, um, a shovelful of salt there. You know, as much as the internet is a bastion of information, it's also a crucible of misinformation. And maybe what you are seeing presented as IDF soldiers um, killing or putting people in mass graves, perhaps those are... Hamas terrorists. Uh, mm -hmm. There's certainly one example of that, I understand, going around the internet. What say you, Alexa? Uh, but I would say maybe. Maybe it's disinformation. Maybe uh, it's uh, all stages. Maybe it's uh, empty um, tomb, like empty, like, you know, mock. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, we, we, we just don't know. Like, mm. like, until that, we have no proof in image, and same in image. Like, like it's difficult, difficult to really believe what you cannot see, and facts is based on what you can see, and and what you can smell, and what you can like hear. So, until now, if we don't have any proof of that, for me, it's just words. Well, Alexa, I'll tell you what makes the needle on my BS detector veer into the deep red zone. And it's simply this. To do that, if the IDF were doing that, this would be self-defeating for the IDF. As I mentioned earlier, this is a armed force that uh, announces ahead of time when and where uh, they're going to strike. They don't want collateral damage because even when it is collateral damage, um, you, Hamas thrives. They love what they call the CNN mo uh, moment, which is a, a parent or a grandparent holding up a child or a grandchild who's been killed and go, look what the Zionists have done. Look at the genocide. So um, Israel tries to go out of its way not to have even collateral damage. Why would they, in full view of a camera, um, you know, fill up a mass grave of, uh, of people. So I, I'm just not buying it. And, and I would say like until since the beginning of uh, the war, they are really quick to tell us how many people die, how many destruction happen, but they are not really quick to try to find peace and to discuss and to find a way to stop that war. Yeah. They are not discussing. They are not trying to, to find like, like, I don't know, like a deal in between each other. They are not communicating like between each other, mm. but they are really quick to tell us like what is happening with like the destruction of, uh, of Palestine. Yeah, it really is like trying to wage war with one hand tied behind your back. And, uh, and still they get condemnation from the usual suspects. Did we find that um, super chat from Enmark? Yeah. Okay. So Enmark. You're not left behind. We tell and we will read your message. I was wondering when will the ticket hold holder find out where the event will be held for the Ribbon News 2023. But first of all, as you know, like uh, our event, like the one uh, to Evie Yemini 
was targeted by Antifa or targeted by other like people who doesn't like Ruben News. So it's why it takes some time to reveal the place where the event will be uh, old. But probably David Menzi have more idea on the detail. You know what? Um, I'm not sure it's been released. And uh, as Alexa said, folks, this is the cancel culture uh, intimidation world that we live in. Um, the Antifa and, uh, and for that matter, pro Hamas people, um, there's a couple of, um, you know, uh, unlikely bedfellows, but, or actually it, it is quite likely given that they both love violence and intimidation. Uh, they will actually go to venues and, um, they will, I mean, their evil knows no bounds, Alexa. They, they will even research who works at the venue and mm -hmm. threaten to dox them and threaten to go to their homes. Um, this is what we're dealing with. By the way, um, and law enforcement, eh, well, there's nothing really we can do, right? But like I said, misgender somebody on social media, expect a, a knock at the door at 4 a.m. It, it's absolutely despicable. But um, if you do buy a ticket, you will find out in advance. Um, Calgary's not a huge uh, municipality. Um, so, uh, we will, uh, you will find out, uh, ahead of time for sure, uh, where it's being held. And that's we it. protect our back. <laughs> All right. So now we have, uh, well, I guess it's not rugby or powerlifting or swimming, uh, that's being invaded by biological males, but it is, um, a, uh, the, pool or billiards uh there is a female pool player lynn pinches she forfeited her final against a trans opponent you know what um bravo to um lynn pinches for doing the right thing and you know um i know there it, it's complicated but when i go back to you know the liar thomas uh fiasco this was the um a uh, swimmer at Penn State who's a biological male. He was a mediocre swimmer in the males division, suddenly uh, a champion, multiple champion in the female division. My dream, Alexa, was always that, you know, the 10 swimmers would line up on their podiums, the starter's gun goes, and then the nine female swimmers just walk back to the dressing room and let this guy swim by himself. Um, it's a bit of a fantasy I, because I, I met one of the um, mothers of one of the real female swimmers last summer. And she said the problem is, first of all, the wokeness on campus, if you can believe it, uh, they might be targeted for doing something transphobic like that, such as the degree of mental illness in our um, you know, bastions of higher learning. And secondly, Alexa, um, there are scholarships attached to those female swimmers. You pull a stunt like that, she says, they would pull the scholarship. You're not getting your education. This is how much these gender bender loser men are being accommodated. So I guess none of that applies to Lynn Pinches. What do you think about that? That uh, she looked across the table. It's supposed to be another female uh, that she's going up against. It's a man. I think this was the appropriate thing. Um, no dishonor in honest defeat. And forfeiting this game is honest defeat for her, I say. Yeah, in the same time, the result is the same. Like, uh, she will have probably lost, or we don't know, because she, she forfeit forfeited against uh, the trans uh, woman. Um, it's just sad because, again, it's a remove a victory probably from, a, like, from the woman, a real woman, to win, like, the, the woman league. And I, I find that really sad because, you know, now the woman's face, it's threatening and we, we should, like, be more aware of that because, as you just mentioned, when it comes with the price that it's for your school and you need that money to go to school, I don't know if you know, but in the U.S., it's really incredibly expensive yeah. to go to school. It's not like in Canada. It's mm. really different. Like here, I was able to pay by myself. My 
my scholarship. But in in US, we talk about tens of thousands of dollars to go to to like high level uh, scholarship. So it's really sad to see that because those women are working really hard. They are really trying their best to perform and to be first. And they have this chance of having like a, a scholarship part paid because they, they were enough like rigid and, 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 and performant and, 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 and they, they see that taking away. A hundred percent. And what we need to do is stand up to the lunatic fringe. When we talk about these transgendered individuals, we are talking about a percent of a percent of a percent. And the way they, these men, the so-called trans women are invading female spaces. Well, I mean, last month, Alexa, when Efren and I went out to the Pan Am Center in Markham, just north of Toronto, and we had a 50-year-old man uh, swimming against 13- and 14-year-old girls. So the idea of transgenderism, i.e. being the opposite gender or sex, that's passe. Now, if you're 50... A half century old, uh, you can identify as a 13-year-old. Look, look at that age and compare that to all the other swimmers there. Uh, that's the person, uh, Nicholas J. Sapita, a.k.a. Melody Wiseheart. Sounds like the name a porno star would have. But speaking of pornography, Alexa, um, what the organizers and Swimming Canada and Swim Ontario, the question they will not answer even at this stage, is did Nicholas slash Melody get to change and ug shower with those 13 and 14-year-old girls? I remember a day, I guess I'm a Neanderthal, where going into um, the change room of the opposite sex of minors would be a criminal offense, and now this is a celebration of uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, Alexa, you're a woman, of course a biological woman, I should point out, as I if I had to. Yeah, I hope so, too. But here's my question. Where the hell is the feminist movement when it comes to this transanity? But they don't want to be canceled. That's it. It's, it's as simple as that. They don't want to be called a transphobic. They don't want to be called of so many names. Most of the people cancel themselves because they know that where they work or their, I don't know, like their families or uh, just the people who surround them will will look at them and they will cancel them. And so it's probably why most of the people shut their mouth and just like, just don't say anything because they know of the consequences. And, and it's really unfortunate because that man or woman... Um, no, you because had it right the first I, time. I, I, <laughs> I, I just don't don't care. Like, if you want to dress, like, if you want to be a woman and you want to be a transgender, I have no problem with that. You do whatever you want with your life. But when it comes to swim with, like, teenager, and we talk about younger than teenager at that point, only teenager and only, like, I don't, like, if it was other people at the, the age that, he have like 50 or 45, I will maybe understand more, but this is cringe. I'm sorry. This is weird. Yeah, I'm with you 100%, and I agree with you. See, I think when it comes to the feminist movement calling out this misogyny, and that's what this is. This is a hatred of women. When you allow males into female sports, female prisons, female shelters, uh, that's not diversity, equity, and inclusion. That is endorsing a hatred of biological and females. And it's one of two things. Uh, as you said, it is um, they're afraid of getting doxxed and cancel culture turning upon them. So it's too much of a third rail issue to touch. Or, and this is more distressing, modern-day feminists are so woke, and we saw this with um, Ash Davis, the uh, male rugby player competing with the females, uh, when we came on the field, they were hysterical in defending his right to brutalize biological females. Anyways, they are so woke, 
they actually believe this garbage that a trans woman is a real woman when indeed uh, he is not. Uh, you know, we're running out of time here. We've got 10 minutes. I understand you are champing at the bit, Alexa, to talk about uh, Nikki Haley uh, and uh, her um, her play, her proposal regarding social media. Why don't we run a, mm -hmm. a clip of uh, Miss Haley and uh, see what she has to say? Okay. When I get into office, the first thing we have to do, social media accounts, Social media companies, they have to show America their algorithms. Let us see why they're pushing what they're pushing. The second thing is every person on social media should be verified by their name. That's, first of all, it's a national security threat. When you do that, all of a sudden people have to stand by what they say and it gets rid of the Russian bots, the Iranian bots and the Chinese bots. And then you're gonna get some civility when people know their name is next to what they say. Accountability. And they know their pastor and their family members gonna see it. It's gonna help our kids and it's gonna help our country. When I get What do you think, Alexa? I'm actually like kind of mixed on this. Um, I really regret the time where we didn't have social media because I think that now social media have like, uh, how, how I can describe that, um, make life a little bit harder, like, because now everybody is looking at everybody is just like always like watching it, watching. It. I feel like we are in 1986 uh, in, in per permanent. Um, but the thing is, I agree that, when you occupy a really high um, role into the country, it's important that you also show media and what you're following and what you're pushing as an agenda should be reviewed. Just like in case that, like example, some people who are supporting Hamas are applying for a job high level but I'm sorry, but if you do that, you don't have the job. Like, you are actually supporting a terrorist organization. Yeah, you know, and there's also the issue of what do we do with anonymous whistleblowers that are, you know, quite literally blowing the whistle on shenanigans. I think, you know, I have a lot of respect for Nikki Haley. Who knows? It might be a Trump-Haley ticket uh, next year for the Republicans. Um, but... And I, I will say her heart is in the right place. But given that the U.S. is beholden to the First Amendment, I see, um, you know, a whole litany of First Amendment issues here in terms of government uh, interfering um, with freedom of speech, uh, even if it's for all the right reasons. Um, so, like I said, her heart's in the right place. It's all about national security. It's all about protecting Americans and American lives, but um, I just think social media is such a Gordian knot mm -hmm. right now uh, to untangle this mess. And by the way, uh, I share your nostalgia for the good old days before uh, the internet. It just seems so civil. And I always use the example, you know, um, Alexa, when we when we see so many people canceled because they sent out a posting in the heat of the moment or they were on drugs or alcohol, or they were sleep deprived. Back in the day, um, when we had to actually mail a letter, so like, say you were going to send a letter to the editor of your local newspaper, and you had written this vile rant, you know, in, in anger. Well, you got to type it out. And then you got to look for an envelope to put it in. And then you got to look for a stamp. And if you don't have a stamp, you got to go to the post office. And finally, on the way to the mailbox, Right. That's the last step. Maybe by then there's enough of a cooling pe period where, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't call that lady a you know what. <laughs> right. And yeah, you, exactly. You throw it in the waste paper basket. But right now it's all about instant gratification or mm -hmm. instant revenge for that matter. You press a button, it's gone. It can't be retrieved. And uh, I think this has fueled such, um, I don't know, um, there's it's far less of a civil environment than what we used to have and um it's ended careers and it's something I, again you know we, we should tell people think of how many people in the heat of the moment using twitter 
um, basically lost their livelihood because of really repulsive things they said, um, maybe think it over before you press send. Uh, maybe have a colleague read this and go, think this is going too far. Um, I would like to see that set in because I don't think a day goes by these days, Alexa, where somebody doesn't have their lives ruined um, by a self-inflicted wound via social media. I, I would just say that personally, um, I'm not a big user of social media. I use it for work, but I really prefer the time where that wasn't existing and we had way more direct uh, conversation, direct like discussion person to person or by phone. But I really regret the fact that now we live in, in this internet. Oh my God. Sorry. Did you did you did you see or uh, did my screen freeze? Well, I just received nope. like a warning alert alert from oh, Quebec. You, oh, so that's interesting. So Quebec got it at one fifty five. We got it at twelve fifty five. Okay, I think it it's just was like help. You help are not test. in danger, Alexa Lava. Oh Continue. my god! <laughs> now, like I'm freeze. Like I was like, what is going on? I was like, where that sound is going out? Like, <laughs> and and it was like in my screen, just right there. Oh, okay. oh my god! Like this is another thing. <laughs> how how government can just like send me straight in my phone a message? All the time, like I, I remember, like the other day, someone were, were missing at the opposite of like the province, and I was keeping like receiving this alert, 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 and I was like, "This is pretty far away from me." Mm. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, but I, I guess uh, the flip side to that argument, if that, if this is a young child, say kidnapped. Uh, they could have started off at point A and the point B that they're in is in, you know, your neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So, but my last thought on this is that the number of people that are finding out the hard way that just like mainstream media or uh, independent media, you can um, fall, go over the line to the point where you are guilty of defamation or libel uh, mm -hmm. they think, oh, I, well, no, I just said, oh, I didn't really mean it. No, I'm sorry. You, you know, you can damage somebody's reputation and be served with a lawsuit. And, uh, that's why here at Rebel News, as you well know, Alexa, when, before we publish anything, we make sure it's factually bulletproof because quite frankly, we don't want to be sued. And I, I don't believe we have been ever sued in our seven year history, uh, for defamation or libel, uh, successfully. I think we might have one more super chat and then we might have to wrap it up because we have a Ooh. hard break at two. Yes, uh, we have uh, CJL01. It's <laughs> <laughs> $5, thank you. Uh, the Neanderthal died of 80,000 years ago. I'm happy to hear that a gene has survived in somebody else as well as me. <laughs> you know what? That's a great super chat. You know, people use the word Neanderthal dismissively, but when you look at when Neanderthals were alive on this planet, Alexa, they were going out with crude spears, hunting mastodons, giant elephants that in, you know... A, a bat of an eyelash could kill you, crush you, and success successfully trapping them, hunting them, uh, making do uh, in the the prehistoric world without fangs and claws and venom, and they survived, you know, and thrived. So really, given the lack of technology of uh, Neanderthal men, um, it's they're. Uh, that's an extinct species to praise rather than to be dismissive about. What do you think about that? Why not? Like, why we don't come back like at this time and like making our own clothes and eating like raw food and uh, 
and being strong. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll tell I you one thing. Uh, mating was sure easier. I could just come up to you with my club, hit you over the head, drag you back to the cave, you know, and don't have to worry about all this whining and dining stuff, right? <laughs> so, yeah, but, but I digress. Folks, it is oh. 2 o'clock on the dot. I want to thank my lovely host, Alexa Laval. I would never hit her over the head with a club, even in pre I hope so. <laughs> Thank you to Olivia behind the boards. Thank you to all you who tuned in, especially those who gave us some do-re-mi. I'll be back here tomorrow at 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, I think, with the she-devil herself, Sheila Gunn-Reed. In the meantime, as always, stay safe and stay safe! <laughs> okay, do you have your tickets to Rebel News Live yet? If you don't have them, then you don't want to wait. And if you don't know what Rebel Live is... Let me tell you, it's our Rebel News One Day Freedom Conference, and it's coming up November 18th in Calgary. I'll be there with all of your rebellious favorites like David Menzies, Ezra Levant, and so many more. But there's also going to be an incredible lineup of amazing freedom-minded speakers to hear from, like trucker lawyer Chad Williamson, anti-child mutilation activist Billboard Chris, True North's Harrison Faulkner, former journalist Rodney Palmer, Rebel News' own Abby Amini is going to join us in a virtual appearance. And we'll also hear from the Blazes' Glenn Beck in a special interview presentation. There are so many others, and we're adding more all the time. Just go to rebelnewslive.com to get your tickets. And hang out with your favorite Rebels, buy exclusive Rebel merch, and take in our Freedom Expo and live music. But act now because tickets, as always, are going fast, and I don't want you to miss out. Go to rebelnewslive.com for tickets, times, and the full lineup of speakers. See you November 18th in Calgary. For Rebel News, I'm Sheila Gunn-Reed.